up, 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 yeah. M, and M, D, and M, D. Yeah, to M, F, and Q. Wow. Yeah. If you want to hear us. I agree. All right, let's do Joy to the World real quick, and then I'll let you go.
to sing this joyous music. We want it to be joyous to all those that are here today. So Father, we just ask for us to blend, to concentrate and focus, not only on the music, but on you. And we ask that you be with our church and you help our leaders as we make decisions over the coming years. In your son's name, I pray. Amen. And not to that, because music is important to the church and you're so important to us. This doesn't do you justice, but thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. So this is our last choir meeting of the year, but we'll start again towards the end of January. Okay. And we'll probably do more, I don't want to say easier, but more more doable for us because it was a little stressful like trying to get all those parts you know learned and everything so I, are you guys okay with that yes yes, yes. yes. this fine. is really good yes i thought i think so and it sounds good and we're confident about it so yeah. and that's so, the main part I yes think. because once you're confident they hear you okay well thank you everyone and i'll see you thank next you. year okay thank you. <laughs> you better see us in a Half hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to coffee and all.
Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Dr. Stephanie. Appreciate it. What a beautiful opening. Peace be with you. We have some announcements, as always, and you can find it in your greenish bulletin. And I would like to direct your attention um, to uh, that this is the Advent season and that uh, we are having our uh, next uh, Advent uh, midweek on Wednesday at 7 o'clock and followed by Christmas treats in the narthex. Let me tell you, the, you know, come for the, for the uh, homily and the worship and the prayer, but stay for the treats because Ed and Sharon have been surprising us with new gifts each and every time. And last week was... <laughs> Can I get an amen for those that were here? Yeah, amen. Because <laughs> of the women's, yeah, we had the little leftovers. Yeah, well, that must have been a good time too because, yeah, it was, okay. And we have a church council meeting uh, this Tuesday on the 19th. Everyone is invited. It meets at 6 o'clock at night in the youth room over here. And then also um, on the very bottom, mark your calendars for the annual congregational meeting. Uh, that's going to be January 20th at 1 p.m. with lunch served. So um, a couple of other things I didn't mention, and I apologize to Miss Jackie because on Wednesdays there is a ladies' uh, Bible study. And so I had mentioned the men's Bible study in the new Bible study, and Miss Jackie is full of grace, but I was reminded by somebody else that uh, was helping sharpen this uh, dull stone here that <laughs> you needed to. So come on Wednesdays. Uh, it's a delightful group. And you're still in Psalms right now. Yes? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then, of course, the men's Bible study is every Saturday morning at 8 a.m., um, we are finishing up uh, the last of uh, the Men of Integrity, and this last week's was just a real blessing, and I'm going to uh, talk about part of it uh, during uh, my proclamation. And that's about it. Uh, why don't we get up, and uh, LaVon, I think you're going to be the, the candle lighter. We will be singing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel which is found on page 34, and it's verse 1 through 3.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us confess our sins to God, our Father, most merciful God. We confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake, he forgives you all of your sins. And as your called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, last week we tried something a little different. We're going to do it again. We've just been reconciled to God. We've just admitted that we are with his sin. But he is quick and willing and able to forgive you all of your sins. And at this time, I'd like for us to take a moment and to share the peace, to be reconciled with each other, to say hello in the name of the Lord. This is a blessing that you are giving to your neighbor by saying, peace be with you. Let us share the peace. Peace be with you, son. Peace be with you. I'm on.
There we go. Yep. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Our heavenly King, God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we 
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts by your gracious visitation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. The first reading this morning is Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 4, also verses 8 through 11, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1157. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 4, and then verses 8 through 11. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people of the Lord has blessed. I greatly, I delight greatly in the Lord. 
My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels, for as the soil t makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. We will read the Psalm 126 responsively. Please see page six of the bulletin. Psalm 126, page six of the bulletin. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like streams of the Negev. Those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. The third reading is from third, first, excuse me, first Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 6 through 24, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1841. First Thessalonians chapters 5, verses 6 through 24. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. Do not quench the spirit. Do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test them all. Hold on to what is good. Reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The Holy Gospel according to John is from the first chapter, verses 6 through 8, and then also verses 19 through 28. And you can find this in your pew Bible on page 1646. 1646. There was a man sent from God, and his name was John, and he came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all might believe. Now he himself was not the light and he came only as a witness to the light. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests 
and Levites to ask him who he was. He did not fail to confess, but he confessed freely, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, then who are you? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. And they asked, are you the prophet? And he answered, no. Finally, they said to him, who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. Now the Pharisees who had been sent to question him, why then do you baptize if you are not the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied. But among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. This all happened at Bethany on the other side of the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The gospel of the Lord, praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. In the name of Jesus. God alone. God alone balances law and gospel. God alone with strict justice, with beautiful grace. God alone. We read this morning, he has hatred for wrong. Did you hear that in the Isaiah reading? I hate wrongdoing. You didn't hear that? <laughs> well, he said it. I hate wrongdoing. I hate evil. And his hatred for these things is eclipsed by his everlasting covenant of love. One more time. His hatred for wrong is eclipsed by his everlasting covenant of love. Now that's Jesus. That's the new covenant. The new covenant in his blood shed for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Isaiah prophesied the day when the Messiah would unwrap himself before the world. That he would reveal who he is and what he's come to do. And Christ is the one whom the Spirit anoints to preach good news, heal the brokenhearted, and proclaim liberty. He is the giver of the gift. And what Jesus gives is nothing but himself. And that's the gift that we need most. 
couple of weeks ago, um, I've said it several times, I made a declaration that I said, I don't really like Christmas. Do you guys remember that? And I preface it with, a, boy, what a terrible thing for a pastor to say. I love the reason. I love the one true light that lights the way. I love hearing you proclaim Christ as your Savior. I love the fact that he has anointed you to be those mighty oaks that proclaim his coming. I love the fact that at the end of the consecrating of the elements, and we, we defer to St. Paul and we say, as often as we eat of this bread and this wine, we proclaim, you proclaim Christ's death and resurrection. You proclaim this gift that we get to unwrap, that we're celebrating with great expectancy here during Advent, this hope, not blue Christmas without you, but it's a hope-filled Christmas with you, Jesus. With you, Jesus. And this is a time that we are reminded He's coming. John is telling those that came out. He's emptying himself and saying, no, I'm not Elijah. No, I'm not the Messiah. No, I'm not a prophet. But there is one among you. And he humbles himself further. Did you hear that? Whose sandals that I'm not even worthy to untie. His Air Jordans I can't untie and take off. Right? His flip-flops. How whatever. He is proclaiming the holiness of Christ, the one you've been waiting for. Ta-da! Is what he's going to do on that day of happy birthday, Jesus, that we're going to be celebrating. As, as I was preparing for this, I'm going, gosh, why don't we do this every week throughout the year? You know, we focused, we focus on the gift. We focus, you know, I'm going to come to church and I'm going to worship and the music's going to be nice and, and I get to count how many times Pastor Ken messes up. And I don't disappoint, right, Ed? <laughs> we, that came up at the men's Bible study too. We come to see friends. We come to fellowship. We come to put a blessing upon each other. We come to hear the word. And yet sometimes we come like, good night, really? Isn't that kind of the same thing you always say? And how many ways can we tell? I mean, all right, I get it, Easter. Larock came across, right? He came out when the pastor said, ta-da. Right? What happened to our expectancy? We're focusing on the gift. We've taken the gift for granted. We're taking each other for granted. We're taking this place for granted. We're not looking with wide eyes at the giver of the gift. And that's Jesus Christ. When Jesus unwraps himself before the world, we see his glory, glory as the only son of the Father, full of grace and truth. Yeah, we serve a righteous God, and he hates wrong, but he loves his son, and he sees you with that love that he has for his son. 
and therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. In response to his judgment and righteousness, we are called to rejoice in all circumstances. Is that an easy one for anyone out there? You know, a loved one gone home, a relationship that's broken, underemployment, no employment, sickness. Are you rejoicing in these things? We're called to. What does that look like? Well, also in our men's group yesterday, we had a a whole week written by a man who is a, a missionary. And he talked about a mission trip that he went to in the, in the, the name of the country is um, called Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso. It's in Africa. It's a landlocked country. And we went around about all of the, the different uh, countries that, that lock it in, and I can't remember all of them. Um, but this man went there. It's, it's very poor. And he visited a orphanage. And there was a boy that he met, and his name was Mardosh. And I'm going to read this to you really quickly. Listen to this. Maybe even close your eyes and picture this if you can. He said, one of the boys I connected with on the trip to Burkina Faso, his name was Mardosh. And one morning, Mardosh came up to me and made a sign to follow him. He said, come. And so I followed. And as we came to the back of a building, Mardosh put his two little hands up to me. And each grubby hand was a piece of bread. One of the two food items he was given to eat each day. And he took a bite out of one of the pieces of bread and he handed me the other. As I so slowly took it from his hand, he looked up at me and he said, Fo ya mama soa, which means, you are my friend. And I took a bite, looking down at his little face, this little boy with no money, no iPod, no soccer balls, no college savings account, no change of clothes, no parents, and no shoes. Just a ragged t-shirt, a pair of shorts, two little loaves, and the biggest grin this side of heaven. Now something about Mardosh's kind of joy is different from my own, the author writes. He seems to have more of it. Perhaps he knows joy because he is unencumbered by the things of this world. After all, he doesn't have to choose between trusting God to provide for him and trusting an ATM to have cash that day. Because his only provider, his only provider is God. Why, how can we rejoice in all circumstances? Well, we know that God alone is faithful. That he's sanctifying us. And he's keeping us 
blameless. Today, remember your baptism. Walk wet. You are baptized. You are clothed in Christ. That prodigal father came and gave his love prodigally to you. He covered you in that coat. He gave you the signet ring. He is with you even in times of struggle in all circumstances. Praying without ceasing. We are called to pray without ceasing. We invoke the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. When we pray, it's as if we are joined to them in one harmonious voice. And usually we start our prayer with Heavenly Father. You've heard me say Abba, Daddy. And then we close it with Amen. But it didn't have a start and a finish, and it never does. In fact, we are praying without ceasing when we pray. Pray without ceasing in all circumstances, giving thanks to the Father. Why? Because John the Baptist, as we read today in the Gospel, was the forerunner of Jesus. John, as said by the prophet Isaiah, is the voice crying out in the wilderness. John, not a prophet, not Elijah, but the one preparing the way of the king. Pray without ceasing. Prayer is a gift. It's not a, a way to wrestle God's arm into giving you what you want. He's already given what you need. Prayer is a gift to you and also a gift that you give to the Father. I pray that through the Holy Spirit, through your faith, it's a gift from the Holy Spirit, that you can reach out to Abba Father in all circumstances that you will let go of the things that are keeping you from calling out to him. That you will let go of the grief, of the worry, of the sorrow, and hand it over to God. In the name of Jesus, amen.
Will you please stand? Let us now confess our faith to the words of the Nicene Creed, found on page three. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Let us pray for the church on earth, that her members would rejoice always in their salvation. Pray without ceasing and bear witness about the light of the world that is Jesus Christ. Father, we eagerly await your son's return, praying, come Lord Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who are preparing to serve the church as pastors, chaplains, teachers, deaconesses, and directors of Christian education, that they would be diligent in their studies, faithful in their callings, and a blessing to those they will come to serve. We especially pray for Pastor Ken as he continues to lead God's congregation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those that God has appointed to civic leadership, that they would, be, would govern wisely, administer justice fairly, and not abuse the authority that God has granted them. We pray that they always remember that God is the source of their authority. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those traveling this season to celebrate the nativity with family and friends, that they reach their destination safely, that their time with loved ones is joyful, and that they return home without incident. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who are hungry, homeless, unemployed, or find themselves in any kind of need, that they find food, shelter, and employment and come to know and confess God as the giver of daily bread. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who gather at this altar today to receive the very body and blood of Jesus, that they depart from here strengthened in faith, 
toward God and love for their neighbor. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who are ill, those recovering and those who are homebound who cannot be with us, that they find comfort, healing, patience, and the sure knowledge that Jesus will never leave them or forsake them. Lord, we especially pray for those we hold in our heart and now name to you silently or aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for those who mourn, that they find comfort in the promise of the resurrection from the dead and the hope of reunion with those they love who have died in the faith. Father, we ask that you comfort them, always reminding them of your son's impending return and the great wedding feast to come. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy and awaiting your son's return. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated, and we will take the collect of the day.
Will you please stand? Pray with me. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts. With them we offer ourselves to your service and dedicate our lives to the care and redemption of all that you have made for the sake of him who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, almighty and everlasting God. You comforted your people with the promise, the Redeemer, through whom, through whom you will also make all things new in the day when he comes again to judge the world in righteousness. And so with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took the bread. And he gave thanks. And then he gave it to his disciples after breaking it, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again, after they had eaten, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks. And then he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink. This is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know as often as we eat of this bread, and drink of this cup that we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, and his triumphant coming again. Let us now pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. This foretaste of the feast to come is open to all who have confessed Jesus Christ with their lips as Lord and Savior. And I've heard you. 
And if that is your confession and you take Jesus as his word, this is my body given, my blood shed, then come, the table is prepared. You may be seated and the ushers will bring you up.
Savior Jesus Christ just unwrapped a present for you. He unwrapped himself, his body, his blood. Give it. Give it for you. Me? Yes, you. Beautiful you. He loves you. And may this sustain you and keep you in his grace. Knowing that oh, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. But celebration and smiles and laughter in the morning, even though the evening was full of tears. Go in peace. Will you please rise?
I love Christmas. <laughs> when it involves this, when it involves you, when it involves and we are focused on the one who came, the light of the world, I really love Christmas. And I pray that the Holy Spirit moves me to see the real reason for it, and you too. I pray for peace to be on you, blessings to be on you, for you to, during this tender time in the season that so many memories come up, that he will gird you in his love and protect you and keep you from the sadness that sometimes comes. And when and if that comes, give it to him. Let go. Let go. Now the blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And our closing hymn is uh, Silent Night, Holy Night on page 65.